Um, tonight I want to just talk for a little bit with you um, just, just about the joy that Jesus brings. And, um, and we've been talking here at the church um, about, you, you'll see a wreath over here, this is the Advent wreath, and you'll see that um, there are candles here lit up, and each of these candles um, has a different significance. And so over the past few weeks, we've been talking about different things that Jesus brings. And so tonight, we're going to wrap this up, and we're going to light the last candle, which is the Christ candle. Um, but, but I want to talk about that story that you got to see play out up here. I thought they did a really good job capturing the joy and the excitement that those shepherds had. Thank you, Pastor Emily, and thank you to our shepherds, wherever you're from, and wherever you went, I hope you have a good evening there. Um, but, but I want to look at that story again. This is Luke chapter 2, verse 8. This is the one that Emily started reading. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace on those, on, to those on whom his favor rests. What an awesome story. I, I mean, can you just... Picture this, that there are shepherds that are out in the fields. It's dark. It's a normal night. There, there's nothing special about this evening. And all of a sudden, an angel shows up to these shepherds. There's a lot of significance that we could talk about with this. But, but shepherds, of all places, for the angel to show up and tell about the baby Jesus, the Savior Messiah, the angel came to shepherds. I don't know if you're a big shot. I don't know if you're someone super special. Hopefully, I mean, you're all special to somebody, I'm sure. But, but I think it's significant that God chose to reveal the coming of the Savior to everyday shepherds. Not to kings, not to, not to the people in high up power, but to shepherds. And I want you to understand tonight, what we're going to talk about tonight is that I believe God wants to reveal to us tonight Jesus the Messiah. I, like I said, I don't know if you're a big shot. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know all about all of you, but I do know this. I know that Jesus came for you and for me. And so tonight, I, I want to talk about this scene. This is an in, incredible scene. So, so it's a normal night. It's dark. It's, all of a sudden, the angel shows up, and it's a big deal. It says they were terrified, and the angel says, don't be afraid. I bring good news of great joy for all the people. That's a big deal. And, and then, as we talked about this on Sunday, um, yesterday, as, as if it wasn't terrifying enough to see one angel, all of a sudden a bunch of angels show up and start singing, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. This is a big deal. If you were one of the shepherds, this, this is amazing, right? It's quite a buildup. There's a lot going on. The shepherds at this point, I think, were left with a choice. It might have been a pretty easy choice. What were they going to do with this encounter, with this information, with the news of the coming king? What would they do? Tonight, I want us to understand that we have the same decision to make tonight. 
I, I want you to just pretend that, that it's you that God's coming to and saying, Jesus is coming. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. I want you to understand that you have a decision tonight what you're going to do with that information. You can go off and you can celebrate Christmas and you can go through the typical traditions of Christmas and you can exchange gifts and be happy and spend time with family and that's all good stuff. But the biggest news of all tonight is that Jesus, the Savior, the Messiah, came to earth so that there could be glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And so we have a decision tonight. We've been talking about these candles and what they represent, and I just want to real quick talk about those things. Number one, we talked about the fact that Jesus represents hope. I don't, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but sometimes in the world around us and the stuff going on around us, it doesn't seem very hopeful, does it? Some, sometimes it's hard to have hope when things aren't going well. Sometimes, when, 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 I mean, just turn on the news. It's, it's not very hopeful, is it? But Jesus came so that we could have hope that even in a dark and hurting world, even in a world where there's, there, there, it's messed up and people treat each other wrong and, and there's sickness and there's disease, Jesus came so we could have hope. Because I've got good news for you tonight. There is another kingdom and that's God's kingdom. And God's kingdom is the way that we were, that life was meant to be a place of hope and peace and love. The, the second, one of the other things we talked about, we, we had the children sing about joy, and we're going to talk about that joy tonight. But then we talked about the love of God and the, that Jesus came because Jesus loved us. You, you guys have probably all heard, even if you've never been in church before, you've probably heard the verse, for God so loved the world that he sent his son. Jesus came because Jesus loves us. That's an incredible message tonight. Sometimes we don't feel very loved, do we? I've got good news for you. The creator of everything, God loves you. And Jesus loved you so much that he came to earth as a baby, took on flesh so that we could have life. And then yesterday we talked about peace. And we talked about the fact that no matter what's going on around you, Jesus came so that you could have peace. So that you could experience a deeper peace, not, not a momentary peace, not a quietness, but that you could have real peace of knowing that God loves you and that God's kingdom is coming. And so your peace isn't dependent on the things around you. And then tonight we hear from the angels that we've got good news of great joy. Joy is a, what, what is joy? Turn to someone next to you. Say, tell them what you think joy is. Go ahead. I like the participation over here. It's really good. Thank you. Well, most of you would, would probably equate joy with a feeling of happiness or a delightfulness, like it's just this feeling. Have you ever just had one of those days that you were so joyful, you were so happy that you couldn't help but sing, and, and, and nothing could get in your way? Have any of you had one of those lately, hopefully? Yeah. And Jesus came so that, so that we could have joy. Jesus would cause great joy for anyone who would receive him. Not just joy, great joy. So, 
Are you getting the picture that this is kind of a big deal? This is a lot of hype, right? I mean, how many times do you experience something that has a whole lot of hype to it and doesn't live up to the hype? Think about these shepherds. It's dark. They're out in the field. All of a sudden, the angel and the heavenly host, and they're, they're making big promises, peace, joy, love, all of these things. That's some hype, isn't it? I was thinking about some of the things that, that we hype up. Um, I'm a basketball fan. And a few years ago, um, one of the biggest events of the year um, that they, they hype up big time is the dunk contest. And some of you have probably watched the NBA dunk contest before. A few years ago, there was, there was a dunk contest that they made a huge deal out of. They drove a Kia car into the arena, and they had a choir there singing, and they're hyping up this, this big dunk that was going to happen. And then the guy came out. It was Blake Griffin. He's super talented. And he jumped over the hood of the car and dunked it. Honestly, it was all hype. That dunk didn't change my life. It wasn't even that amazing. It was, he just jumped over the hood of a car. All that hype, and it didn't live up. I, I was thinking about when we get a new car or we get a new house. How many of you have gotten a new car before and you, you get kind of hyped up about it? it? It doesn't even have to be brand new, but maybe it's just a, a car or you get something brand new, a toy or something. And, and then I was thinking about this past week um, when I've spent several hundred dollars on on the truck getting new tires and that the, the joy that you get from getting a car lasts about until you have to start paying the bills on it and start replacing the tires right and eventually the joy that you get from from a house or a car it fades right maybe you get a 2017 car and then the next year 2018s are out and all of a sudden your car's old news right and, and it it doesn't live up to the hype i was thinking this this might be hurtful to some of you but Every year, we uh, Cincinnati folk, we get excited about a couple sports teams. And then eventually, we, we end the season, usually not experiencing the joy that we had hoped we would at the beginning of the season. A lot of times, when things are hyped up, they don't live up to it. Big movies, how, you guys have all experienced this, a big movie that you went to, and everyone talked about how good it was, and you went to it, and you walked away disappointed. Man, this is, so I want you to picture all of this hype. The angels show up. They promise all of these great things. The question is, would this Jesus live up to the hype? Let's read on, verse 15. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And verse 20 says this, The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So this is probably the most hyped thing that we could ever imagine. Angels showed up in the darkness, singing songs, glory to God in the highest, on earth peace on those who, on whom his favor rests. This is hyped up. And the shepherds chose to go see this baby. And what was the result? I thought they captured it pretty well up here, didn't you? They were pumped. 
They were filled with joy. It, it le- lived up to the hype and then some. And all the only response they could give would be to go off and tell everyone they saw about this Jesus. And it says they worshipped and praised God for what they had seen, which was, was just as they had been told. The truth is the birth of Jesus was not just a hyped up event, it was a life-changing event for these shepherds. Can you imagine this? I mean, all of the things that we experience hyped up, being hyped up, and they let us down. I want you to know tonight, there is one thing that will never let you down, and that's Jesus. Jesus came, I believe if you will experience Jesus, you will never be let down. I believe that if you will experience Jesus, if you'll really experience the coming of Jesus, that it will change you and that you'll want to share it with everyone and that you'll glorify God, you'll praise God, you'll worship because Jesus is worth the hype. The coming of Jesus had the power to do what none of these other things in our life do, to give us everlasting joy to give us everlasting peace, to give us everlasting hope, to give us everlasting love. Jesus, listen to me, this is really important. Jesus is the only source of unending joy in your life. Everything else, everything else you try to find joy in will give you a passing joy or a passing happiness or a passing peace. But Jesus is the only thing that can give you unending joy. Jesus is everything. This wasn't just about the angels and the shepherds. There had been prophecies about this baby for hundreds and thousands of years before. And Jesus lived up to the hype. He was everything that they said he would be. And when they experienced that baby in the manger, they walked away joyful, excited, worshiping, This is kind of interesting to me, because they saw a baby in a manger. I mean, they traveled and they saw a baby in a manger. How many of you have been in a hospital after a baby was born? It's cool. I've never been in a manger after a baby was born, but I'm sure it's cool. This was life-changing. I don't know how to describe it, but I want you to understand that Jesus is life-changing. I don't know what it was about that scene with the baby and Mary and Joseph, but I want you to know that it changed those shepherds' lives. Jesus is the only thing that can give us unending joy. And in fact, I was thinking about this. When we talk about unending joy, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. This is um, the Gospel of Luke. It's a New Testament writing from the, from the Bible. If you skip ahead several chapters later on in Jesus' life, so Jesus was born. He grew up. Um, he got disciples. When, when he was a grown man, he got disciples that would follow him. He did miracles. He did all of these things. And then if, if you've been around church much, you know that he, he eventually was crucified crucified on a cross, and those disciples that had followed him for three years scattered. And then he comes back, and he sees the disciples. And so they've gone through the whole gamut. They've experienced him. They've chosen to follow him. They've seen miraculous things. They've, they've seen hard things. They've experienced difficulty. And Jesus comes back, and in Luke 24, Jesus leaves them again, ascends into heaven, and it says this in in verse 52. This is really cool. 
Then they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. The result of choosing to follow and encounter Jesus is that you will have a joy that can't be taken away. This is good news tonight. This is good news. We're here not just to celebrate a baby. We're here to celebrate the Savior, the God that came to earth, that became flesh, and that nothing can ever take away that joy. In fact, a couple weeks ago, we looked at at John chapter 1, and it said in John chapter 1 that Jesus came to give us life and light, and it said that light came, and that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This is good news. Nothing can overcome the light of Jesus. And the result of all who would follow, no matter how high their expectations or experiences got or how low they got, how hard it became, the result was unending joy. Why? Because the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. Think about this. It's been over 2,000 years since the birth of Jesus. And what are we doing? We're here worshiping Jesus because the darkness cannot overcome the light. What a wonderful thing. If you could have joy, if you could have peace, if you could have life, that 2,000 years from now people would still be celebrating, you'd take it, wouldn't you? That's Jesus. And so tonight we have the opportunity to experience that light that joy, that peace, that hope, that love. And just like the shepherds, I know I'm not angelic, I know I'm not singing to you, I know I'm not brightening up your night, but just like the shepherds, I believe that God is coming to us tonight and inviting us to experience Jesus, the Messiah, the Lord, the only one that can give us unending joy. And tonight, tonight, we have a decision. Are we going to experience Jesus? Are we going to experience that joy? And if we accept that, if we experience that, I believe that the result will be that we share that with others. And so tonight we're going to, we're going to light the Christ candle. Um, and tonight we're going, to, we're going to light this one first because it's not lit. I don't know if it went out or what happened. But there we go. It probably didn't ever go on. All right, it's not going to light. Tonight, we're going to light the Christ candle. And tonight, as the band comes, we're going to come together. And and I want us to experience this joy, this light. I want us to experience the Christ that came so that we could have hope, so that we could have peace, so that we could experience love, and so that we could have joy unending. And so this is what we're going to do. After I pray, the band is going to sing one more song with us. And I want you to join in and sing together. But this is what we're going to do. I'm going to light my little candle here. And I'm going to have some people come up and light the candle off that. And what I want you to do tonight is I want you to receive the joy of Jesus. And so you grabbed a candle on your way. And if you have that, somebody's going to come and they're going to light that for you. And then I want you to light someone around you. Because I believe tonight that Jesus wants to give you joy and peace and hope and love. Father, we love you tonight. 
and we want to experience you tonight. And so we come together and we receive your light, we receive your joy, and Lord, we want to pass that on to others. So Lord, help us to experience you now. In Jesus' name, amen.